Hey everybody, how y'all doing out there in La La Land? <laughs> it's good to have you guys and be with you guys again today. Today we're doing a message from the Word of God uh, and it's found in Joshua, the first chapter of Joshua. And we're going to read verse 1 through 9, but our focal verses are six through nines. Gonna be the one we're really gonna drive in it. Uh, the title of this message we're gonna share is Be Strong and of Good Courage. This is an inspiring word from God in the Bible telling us that we must learn to be strong and to be strong just simply mean the trust and the power of His might. It doesn't talk about your strength. It's talking about the strength that God be strong as in your faith be strong. And because of that, you can also be of good courage. And God want us good courage when we're operating in faith. And as a subtitle, we have for the Lord God shall, for the Lord shall be with you. Now, that should be a comfort by itself. Whatever you're going through, God is, t the promise is, for I, the Lord, will be with you. Jesus said it in the gospel, Lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of time. So here God promises, whatever you're going through, be of uh, good, be strong, and be of good courage. Don't be fear. You might be going through a storm. You might be going through some hardship. It doesn't matter what you're going through because what matters is God is just bigger than any experience or any trial, tribulation that we can go through. God is bigger than it. And so we can have faith and trust and know that if God be for us, who could be against us? Uh, First Lady, would you just bring us in with a word of prayer? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, better yet, let's read the scripture first. Okay. If we can do that, and then behind the scripture, we'll get you to pray. All right? Uh, and again, Joshua, first chapter, verse 1 through 9. Make sure this is up. The servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord, the book of Joshua, chapter one. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong, and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, 
that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. All right, guys. That's what we wanted to hear. Would you lead us in prayer, please? Yes, thank you. Bow your heads with us, guys, wherever you may be. Father God, we just come to you, Lord God, as humble we, as we know how, Lord God. We come boldly to your throne of grace and mercy, Lord God, asking that you forgive us of all our sins, Lord yes, God, God, that you continue to purify us, prune us, Lord God, and purge us from all yes. iniquities, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, that your Holy Spirit abound in this hour, Father. Yes. In the name of Jesus, stir up our gifts, Lord God. As we teach your people, Lord God, do not forget about us, Father. Continue to minister unto our hearts and our spirits, Lord God, so that we can be the Please. righteousness of you, Father. In the name of Jesus, oh God. God, we pray for this old evil, sin-sick world, God. Yes. We pray, Lord God, for the wars that's going on and the rumors of wars, Lord God. We pray for the pestilence in diverse places, Lord God. We pray for the suffrage of your people, Father. In the name of Jesus, we ask, Father, that your spirit right now, we send it out. In the name of Jesus, to all the airways, Lord God, to the highways yes, and the byways, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Save your people, Lord God. Yes. Deliver us, Lord God, from all evil and unrighteousness, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we want your spirit to be magnified. And the devil be horrified, Lord God, because we're sick of him ostracizing us, God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. So we bind any plot, plan, and ploy, Lord God. We loose your Holy Spirit, Lord God. And we cast Satan yes. back to the pits of hell where he belonged, yes. Father. In your word, God, you promised us, God, that you would be with us wherever we go, Lord yes. God. So we thank you, Lord God, for your presence, Lord God. We thank you for your power, God. We thank you for your saving grace, Father. In your darling son Jesus' name, we pray this prayer. Let the church say, Amen. 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 Guys, so we're going to get started with verse 1. Remember, verse 1 uh, through 5. Uh, it, we just want you to have the whole picture of what's going on. But actuality is our focal verse is 6 through 9. But we're going to share all of it with you, okay? All right, again, the message is be strong and of good courage. Why? For the Lord shall be with you. God, whatever you do, God shall be with you. Would you read verse 1 and 2 for us? Sweetheart. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou, all, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give them, with, even to the children of Israel. Amen. Amen. In your commentary. Commentary. Moses had died before Joshua and the Israelites. 
could go into the promised land. God had told Moses that he would not enter into the promised land because he had failed to honor and obey him. Joshua had been Moses' helper, but now Joshua must take on the responsibility of leaving the, leading the children of Israel into the promised land. God's work need to go on or needed to go on. God could not continue his work until Joshua accepted his new responsibilities. Amen. Amen. So we can see in this scripture that we come up to Moses is dead. And everybody know Moses. You know, he's the one that brought the Ten Commandments down from the mountain and got up there around all that Shekinah glory of God came down with a new shine up on himself. You can't hang out with God and look the same. You know what I mean? And But uh, uh, Moses did mess up and y'all should know the story of that. God asked him to speak to the rock again so that the children of Israel could have some water. But instead of speaking in his frustration with the children of God, uh, and the continued disobedience in his frustration, Moses smote the rock again, and he needed not do that. And that's what God meant by he dishonored him by doing that, because all he had to do is speak to the word. And that rock represented Christ, who mm -hmm. need not to die a second time. Come on, come on. You know, uh, so that what was going on with that. But God needed Joshua to take up the reins. Now, Joshua, I can imagine he was afraid. Moses is gone. What are we going to do? And now the next thing is God is looking at him. But what I like about it, he had to accept the position. God didn't force it on him. God dedicated it to him. But he had to uh, uh, agree that he would take up that mantle, that he would take up that position to uh, run as Moses ran. And uh, so the encouragement uh, is not only to the people, but the encouragement is specifically also for Joshua, who's going to take the reins and run a touchdown. All right, we want to read verse number three through five now, if you don't mind. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all of the land of Hades, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your, thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Commentary. Just as God has given, just as God has been with Moses, God's promise, God promises Joshua that he would be with him also. We too can know with absolute assurance that God will be with us. He is with us just as just as we had been he had been with Moses. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, here we go, guys. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about that last part of the previous commentary, that a part about God could not 
continue his work until Joshua accept his new responsibility. Now, remember, God gives man assignments, but it's man that must accept that assignment. Uh, I remember when I was called to preach, I really didn't want to preach. I think that most preachers are like that. Uh, preaching is a serious thing, and it calls for seriousness in the life of the individual that will preach. But uh, the scripture said, and I wanted to highlight that God could not continue his work until Joshua accepted the new responsibility. Sometime God is waiting on us to accept the offer, to accept hmm. the uh, work that he has placed before us. And God is a gentleman because he don't make nobody, nobody do what he wants him to do. He always leaves opportunity for the one to make the decision himself. Joshua made this decision. Now, in these scriptures, what we see here in verse 3 through 5, we can clearly see that God wants to fulfill the promise that he gave to Moses for the people. And the people knew about the promised land. They knew where they were supposed to be going and all that. And the promised land was just that, a land that God promised to give them, or houses that they didn't build, they would stay in. Land that they plant not in, there will be crops there for them to go and take over. God is going to give them that land. And uh, all of this is going on. And the scriptures say, but just as God was with Moses, he also will be with Joshua. That's what I love about God. He don't have no big eyes and little you. He, he's even across the board. And God was with him. He said, we too can know. We too, talking about us. We too can know with absolute assurance that God will be with us. Do you know that? Do you really believe that? That there is not a day go by and you are Christian and God won't be with you. Protecting you, guiding you, leading you. Or just watching over you. But oftentimes we don't realize God is always present with us. If we can ever get mindfulness about that, we will be grand. He said he will. Uh, he is with us just as he will be. He was with Moses. You understand? So we may not feel like we're as important as Moses, but God treat us as equal to how he treated Moses. Now we on the focal scriptures that we want to be on. Let's look at it, starting with verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Amen, amen. Uh, and so uh, in here, God, uh, I just want to give you some words that help identify that before the uh, commentary. The word be, I want, yeah, I've always been this kind of guy I, that 
when he tried to teach me Hebrew and Greek at the seminary, uh, I was good with trying to learn some of that. But in the midst of learning Hebrew and Greek, or writing, or the truth of the matter, I come to the realization that I didn't have a good understanding of the English vernacular. So I begin to look up words and see what they mean, like the word be. It means to exist, to occupy, to have presence. You know what I mean? And so this word to be, uh, it said be strong, exist, have presence, and being strong. Strong simply means to uh, be tough, but also stable and resilient. Physically, it also applies to us physically and mentally as being tough also. When we make up our minds that God is calling us to do something, we must not change it. We must not let stuff, people, places, or things change what God has told us to do. So we got to be strong about it uh, mentally and physically and resultful, and which simply mean we're going to utilize the resources that God is going to provide for us so that we can get the job done. So he said, be strong and of what? Good courage, not just courage, but good courage. The word good means high in standard or quality. Uh, it is righteous. It is praiseworthy. And admirable. So God is telling us when we're doing something good, it ought to be praiseworthy. It ought to be admirable. It ought to be righteous. And it ought to be also of good quality. So when I do something for the kingdom, I want to make sure I'm doing it bringing quality, not just anything to God. And then they talked about be of what? Good courage. The word courage means to be brave. Uh, valid, uh, uh, daring, uh, what about this, uh, having the audacity. <laughs> hey, sometimes God asks us things that will put the fear in us, but God wants us to rise up and like, I dare you to have the audacity. God wants us to have the audacity to go where no man is go. Do what no man has done. Do what he has instructed us to do. Literally, it also means to preserve in the face of danger or difficulty. So in other words, we want to persevere. We want to be strong. We want to move forward in the face of any dangers or difficulty. Notice God is telling them this, be of good courage, because what they're going to do don't necessarily mean because God is with you that there won't be any oppositions. Guys, there are always oppositions. The devil is real. <laughs> He's not something we dream about. He's not something we just conjure up. He is real, and he's always trying to undermine and uh, divert what we God has asked us to do. And then he said, after be of good courage, he said, uh, which he had swore to the fathers, talking about to give us the, the inheritance of the land. He swore unto the fathers. And this he swore means he promised. God pledged. 
He vowed. Also, it also means to declare or proclaim. God said, go get it. Go get it. Why? And why should I do that by myself? You are you're not by yourself. Duh, I already told you. For the Lord shall be with you. How many of you believe right now that God is with you? And listen to this. If you believe that, then if God be with you, he is for you. And what could come against you if God is for you while being with you? You are in a place of safety. Even though had that could be present, God has already gave you the order of how that is going to turn out. All you have to do is do your part. And God is going to show up and show up. Commentary. Before Joshua could lead the people, he too had to put his faith into action. He had to be strong and not be afraid. <laughs> God had to work by him, not just for him. Come on. He could not he could not do nothing and watch God do it all. Yes, yes, yes. God has given to us all the good things that we need. Ephesians see Ephesians one and three. We must step into our faith and claim these blessings. We cannot stand still. The Israelites could not receive the blessings of God until they have moved forward. We will not enjoy the blessings of God if we are lazy. We cannot simply do nothing. Amen. Amen. I enjoyed that commentary uh, and thinking about it because I like the second part. I like all of it, really. But the second part, God has given us all the good things that we need. Mm. God, that's an important statement. Anything we as believers need, God has already supplied. Even this is true even if we don't see it. Because God has promised. I mean, God can't lie. He can't lie. He can't, he's not going to fool us. The scripture, the scripture commentary goes on to say, we must step out on faith. Faith in what? Faith in God. Doing exactly what he said he'd do when we do exactly what he asks. Or demanded. I mean, we cannot just stand still when God say go. When God say move. The Israelites could not receive the blessings that he had for them if they had not moved forward. They still probably had been in the wilderness. But they was able to secure homes for themselves simply because God was with them. Now, you need this nugget. You need to remember this. The land God gave them was already occupied by a whole nother people. So God told them to go march around it seven times. Don't do nothing, just march around seven times. And the word of promise was those walls are going to fall and the people is going to be open, victims. For us to take. God promised them in the wilderness. You would have houses that you didn't build. You would sleep in beds. That you didn't furnish. You know what I mean? You would have crops that you didn't even plant. 
Now that's holistically taking care of a group of people that's coming out the wilderness. And we all know what the wilderness was like. Mm -hmm. And now at last, after 40 years, they can have some comfort to know what it is to lay down in the bed again. Only one thing left, God made mention. You will enjoy the blessings of the God if you are not lazy. You can't be lazy and be a champion for God. Verse number seven through eight. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from, from it to the right hand nor to the left, yes. that thou mayest prosper wherever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out, out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For there, for then thou shalt, thou shalt make thy ways prosperous, and then thou shalt give Good, have good success. Amen, amen. That's, this thing is filled with so much stuff. But when God said, only be thou strong and very courageous. Why would he put that word very in there? You got to think about it. He ain't just saying be courageous. Here. Very courageous. Because God is telling them, I'm going to need you to do something possibly that you've never done before. I'm going to empower you to do some things. Remember, these are people stood in the wilderness for 40 years. They're coming up. They don't know nothing about warfare. Mm -hmm. they, they was 20 and younger. Because uh, God allowed all everybody over 20 to die in the wilderness because of their unbelief. So here is a new group of people that's working with God. And God tell him, be very courageous. Not just courageous, very courageous. Why? Uh, that thou may observe what? To do. Observe to do. I'm going to be talking to Joshua. Joshua is going to be talking to you. And I need you guys to follow what I'm telling you to do to the T. Sometimes God gets very specific about things that we need to do. He wants us to do it. He wants to give us the victory. He wants us to be overcomer, but he also wants us to be obedient. I need you guys to be very courageous. What you're about to go through now is going to be a little frightening, but don't be afraid. It's going to be a little wearisome, but don't be weary. Why? Because I will be with you. In the comfort of God being with him, they went and took the promised land. He said, this book, the law, and, and, and that shall be. I like that. He said, meditate therein, day and night. Now, I got to pause here for a minute because I want to share a little bit about this. God is telling us to meditate. Now, what we as Christians don't oftentimes get, we think meditation is some kind of fiction or something that somebody built. And I hear a lot of people talk about it come by people that didn't acknowledge God. I don't care what it come by. 
In the Bible, the scripture tells us to meditate on the word of God. That simply means to build your mind up, to make it strong, that you might have more mindfulness of what God needs you to do or what he needs you to be, and you will bring more mindfulness about it because instead of tripping trying to do your own thing, I need you. God is saying I need you to dot the I's and cross the T. But you won't do that unless you spend some time meditating on what I'm telling you. That within itself will build you up. That within itself will inspire you, encourage you. And the only reason why I'm speaking about this so vigorous because I've been doing meditation literally for almost three years now. And I'm going to tell you the truth. It's the best thing I ever did in my life other than go to church. There are so many things that can come out of meditating, listening to the beautiful sounds and listen to the words of the person that's guiding me through it and getting those little nuggets that may not be found in the Bible. Get that. It may not be found in the Bible, but it's just as practical and useful in my life. I am so glad I was introduced to meditation. I ain't going to tell you who introduced me you know, to meditation. And I didn't want to do it. But I, I wanted to be with her. So I, I sat down and did it with her just because I wanted to be present there. You know, I had no idea that it would ultimately bring change for the better in my life. Man, meditation is one. If you've never done it, don't knock it until you try it. All right, so the word of God says, very means to be truly, exactly, precise, absolutely, or utterly. Observe means to be sure, to monitor, pay attention, watch, or take notice of what I'm doing so we be in sync. All right, to do, it just means to execute, perform, or carry out, also to behave or act and comply with. All right, and it talked about prosper. Pro the word prosper here literally means to succeed, flourish, and thrive. God wants us to thrive. All right, he said the book, talking about the book, this book that he uh, talking about, uh, that Moses has the book of the law. He said refers to the scroll, manuscript, the law, documents, or writings. So God is telling us, just continue to study my word and know my words, hear my word, remember my word. And sometimes to keep that word in memory, you have to meditate on it day and night to get it fully in your system. And he said, don't depart from it. It simply means to don't leave, to leave, abandon, ditch, or forsake, or reject. Don't ever allow yourself to reject any of the word of God. And the word meditate here, it means to contemplate, ponder, or simmer. Cut the fire down, let it go down to a slow cook. To give care, con careful consideration to. 
And then lastly, when he talks about good success, what God is really talking about, to achieve, accomplish, or attain whatever the promise was about. And they did obtain the promised land. There is a commentary behind that. Joshua only had the first five books of the Bible as God's law. Moses had written them. They proved to be a guide for the for God's people. It was important to God to God to remember them and to encourage them to be strong. Joshua also Joshua could also remember things that Moses had Moses had said. He had the word of God, which was his guide for his life. We too must make the word of God our everyday habit to read it and to obey it. Yes, yes, yes. Joshua, this guy here, he had the first five books. I like the fact that the scripture or the commentary mentioned that because uh, most of us don't know. Uh, the first five books is called the law, Pentateuch uh, in the Greek. And so uh, he said, keep this book. Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. Now, check this out. He died. But the manuscript was written while he was alive, written by the hand of Moses. So you need to know everything that Moses wrote in the book, it was stuff that God gave him, even though he may have been able to use some of his own words in doing that. But the truth of the matter, God gave that book. Remember, it's the book that Moses told them about before they even started the journey across the uh, a red sea so that they can go. In other words, it was Moses that read to them from with the book of Deuteronomy about all the things that they need to do when they go into the promised land. Moses wasn't going to let them leave without giving them a lecture. And the lecture was all about that. Make sure when you get over there that you do just as good, be just as faithful to God as you are over here. Remember, he kept us these 40 years in the wilderness. Well, what in the world are you bringing that up for, Moses? Well, Moses brought it up because they needed to understand that the wilderness is a place you can't be kept. But God kept them 40 years in a place where they shouldn't have been kept. There, there was cold as cold can be at night and as in the day as hot could be in the day. God was a pillar of cloud for them in the day to give them shade from the burning scorches of the sun. And also, he was a pillar of fire at night in the middle of the uh, camp, providing heat for every tent that was built up. Now, come on, in the wilderness, God kept them in a place where it shouldn't even be kept. They did not get sick. They did not. They did change their clothes. Their shoes did not wear out. Who, who does it? For all of these years, the clothes they had when they came was the same clothes they had when they left. And there was no dirty clothes. There was no washing machines and all of that going on. Man, it's, it's hard to be kept in a place where nobody should be kept. But God was so good to the Israelites that he even kept them in a place where they possibly could have died or maybe even should have died. But God, if God be for you, there is nothing to work against you. 
In the wilderness, God gave them water out of a rock. Do you know what's inside of a rock? Dirt and more rocks. But they drank from a rock. They, they started mourning about, we're getting enough of this heavenly bread that fall from heaven. We want some meat. God provide quills to fall, to fly at, to fly at the level that they stood where they can just knock it down. Take, let me get that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then God got disgusted because they ate like they never ate before in their lives. You ever seen somebody a glutton and God became angry? There was nothing God could do to keep the people faithful and true. We're living in a world now that is hard to keep the people faithful and true. Guys, I don't mean to get on the soap opera, but I really want to tell the truth. I'm not happy completely with the world that we're living in today. It's kind of spooky, a little scary. And I have to pray every day so God can give me the courage to face another day in a world that gone mad. Everywhere you look, people getting killed. Even our government, don't talk about uh, the White House. Don't talk about the people living there. Man, you're talking about so much selfishness. But the truth of the matter, and not the word of God told us that in the last days, Men going to be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. A lot of them care less about God. They care about their, uh, their order or uh, the Republicans or uh, uh, the uh, Democrats. They just care about that. Democrats are fighting for their, what they want and think is right. And the Republicans fighting for what they want and think is right. And man, it's messing the whole world up. It's messing up. We are not getting better. In fact, I'm scared for my grandkids, the world that they're going to have to live in. You know, but God promised to the us is, not to the world. Promised to us that we must make the word of God our everyday habit of reading so that we may observe to do it. All right? And this is how we need to close out our life, our lives as we continue to keep our trust in God. You know, it's getting harder and harder, but God is faithful. And that's all we got to trust in, really. God. And if he be for us, what could be against us? We got to hold on to that. All right, the last scripture we got for you. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou goest. Yeah. You, it's a funny thing, guys, that the word of God always end up coming back checking us. He closed out this message. Have not I commanded thee? You know, have not I charged thee? Have I, do I look like I'm clowning? I'm playing? Do I look like I'm playing a game with you, God? He said, did not I command it to be strong? 
Why should the people be strong? It's simply because they're not strong in their own strength. They are strong in the strength that God is going to provide. Listen to me. If he's going to provide, he can't make you pick it up. Didn't I tell you, do the command, to be strong and of good courage. So the mindset of God is, if I told you multiple times, because in these nine verses, it keeps saying that. And especially when you hear something said over three times, the scriptures in the Hebrew tell you it's important to God that you hear that. There's no way to keep repeating something unless that's something it's worth repeating. God repeats for the third or fourth time right here. Be strong and of good courage. The, what you're about to go through is going to make your knees shake, but you be strong. It's going to make you a little nervous in your strong, but you be strong to do and take courage to do what I told you to do. And then he said, and be not afraid. Neither dismay. Don't allow yourself to be all perplexed about. Because why? The Lord thy God will be with thee wherever you're going. You ain't going to be alone. You're not going to be by yourself. God wants to be with you. He's going to join you. In fact, he's going to be the one that's going to be giving you the courage that you need to accept. And he's going to be the one that's going to give you the strength that you need to believe in. All right, as a commentary, not commentary, as to break these words down, when he commanded, this was God's way of instructing or directing or ordering or just demanding us. Did not I tell you to do this? He said, be not afraid, meaning frightened, scared, or anxious. Don't allow yourself to have a panic attack. To, to be fearful or overly concerned about anything because you got me. Ain't nobody can beat me and win. Ain't nobody can fight against me and win. I am the life. I am your life. I am all you're going to ever need. He said, be not dismayed. In other words, don't lose courage through disappointment, frustration, or sadness. Don't lose it. Keep it. And then lastly, say, why? Because I'm going to be with you. The promise of literally being with you or alongside of you. In other words, like Michael Jackson, God is telling him, I'll be there. All you got to do is call my name. I'll be there. I'm already there with you. Coming to you. The Lord first delivered a solemn charge to Joshua, the son of Nun, concerning the task ahead of him. The land had been promised to Israel, but they must possess it. Notwithstanding, Joshua must be strong, very courageous and obedient. Now as then, we are assured of God's success yes. when we fulfill our hearts and minds with God's word and obey it. Actually, when we fill our hearts and our minds with God's word Come and on. obey it. 
That's right. The size and duration of the task ahead, the pressures of leading such a stubborn people, and the absence of his spiritual mentor Moses were perhaps very heavy on Joshua's mind at the time. But the Lord was not calling Joshua without enabling him. There were God there were good reasons for Joshua to be strong. And number one would be God's promise assured the victory. God's promise assured. Think about that. If God promised something, have he ever lied to you? If God's promised you something, have he ever disappointed you? You have to answer that question. God, uh, 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 God promised, assured them the victory. God never lied. And God knows the end from the beginning. He knows where you start at, but I also know where the completion is going to be. So for number one, God promised to assure victory. It don't matter how many going to fight against you. In the end, victory shall be yours. It don't matter what's going on in your life. It don't matter what's going on with the people around you. If you can keep the word of God, if you can be courageous and strong, God is telling you, he's promising you or showing you victory. Number two, he says, God's word serve as a safe guide. Yes, his word serve as a safe guide. It's going to instruct us. You ever yield to the word of God and did what he said? And checked out what the outcome would be? Have you ever did that with intentionality? God, I'm going to trust you right now. I'm not going to worry about this. I'm going to give this to you. It's too much for me. And all it will do is give me anxiety or, or make me depressed. And, and I'm overwhelmed with life and all the circumstances. So I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to give it to you, God, so that you can do what I cannot do for me. And so the word of God say God served as a safe God. Why? Because he was able to speak to them all along the word or speak to Joshua who spoke to them all along the way. And number three. And God's presence serves as a sustaining power. We too must be strong and courageous in our faith. Just as he kept them, so will God keep us. Yes, God's presence. Not just his promise and not just his word. But now God's presence served as a sustaining power. You got the power to do whatever I told you to do simply because that power you ain't got to call upon is already with you. I'm here for you. you. You may not see me physically, but you see me in my actions. You see me in how I make ways out of no way. You see me how I open doors that nobody can close and close doors that nobody can close. You see me. You done been through some stuff already in your life uh, that has caused you some trouble, some pain, some heartache. And God, have he not been good with you? Had he not delivered you? When you look back over your journey, you can't tell me that his grace followed you. His grace was all. Oh, his grace and mercy, it was there preparing the way for you. 
So God says in number three, he said, my presence serve as your sustaining power, your sustaining authority. You know, you can do this. You can do it. would be different if you was all by yourself on your own. But I'm with you. You can do this. And the last thing we say on this is when it talks about uh, uh, just as he kept them, so will God keep us. Why? Why do we take our great privilege of that? Why do we believe that? Because God gives us the same promise he gave them. Because God has promised that, Lord, I'll be with you always, even to the end of time. You're never going to be alone. You may not feel him. You may not see him. You may not sense his presence. But because you are his child, he is forever present and also willing to help deliver us from any adversity that is creep into our lives, even when it may be because of our fault or our disobedience. He's still gracious. My child, you can watch your child do something that you taught your child not to do. And though you may spank him or her for doing, being disobedient, but the truth is, Nobody else better not mess with your child. You're losing. Can I tell you, when you're messing with a child of God, God can lose it on you. I'm, I pray for that person that God has to put in check because they did something wrong against me. I start praying for people when you do that simply because I pray for God's mercy on them, because I know too much. I know too much. Hey, guys, and you know too much. If God be for you, who could be against you and when? Thus is the conclusion of this message. Guys, I pray that you can follow along with this message. You can hear the encouragement that God has given all of us. Be strong and of good courage. Why? Because the Lord your God shall be with you. He lives in you. How can you feel like you're alone? How can you feel like you're alone when God's house is your body? In the last words, we summed it up to the lowest common denominator. <laughs> oh, my God, my God. God is so good, guys. I know you know it. Would you all just bow your head in prayer as we prepare to close out? We just want to thank God yes. for what he's done. We want to thank God for what he's doing. But we want to thank God most for what even he have yet to do. Yes. It ain't over. Because the fat lady has not sang. Father, right now, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, God, we thank you so much 
for being who you are, God. And even though we don't, uh, uh, we wasn't there when Joshua went through all this, but God, we had like experiences, God, where you're open doors for us, oh God, where you're giving us things that uh, probably belong to somebody else, oh God, but because they did wrong with God, you gave it to somebody that do the right thing. God, thank you for the love. Thank you for the kindness. Thank you for the generosity. Thank you for caring so much for people that can be so disobedient. And God, yet you're always for us. And because of that, the question is what can be against us? When you got all that God standing in your corner. We thank you, God, for living in us. We thank you for abiding in us. We thank you, God, for uh, regulating our mind. Help us to remember and think about you when in our deepest hours of need. Be everything, Father, that we need you to be. We love you because you first loved us. Now order our steps. We are ready. We are courageous and we are strong and we want to be about your business. Move in us even now in Jesus' name. In the blessed and wonderful name of Jesus. Everybody under the sound of my voice, bless even now. Please, in Jesus' name, we pray. And the church said, Amen. 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 God bless you guys so much. Yes. God bless you. Amen. There are some final words that uh, you always share. What's going to Our charitable contribution links will be in our uh, comment section and in the description of all platforms. And please, uh, we're on like 25 platforms now, guys. So we just encourage you and beseech you to like share and follow and share with someone else a lot of people is not on social media but we're on podcasting now where you can watch us live through eventbrite and many 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 other you can find us on google under we fit health and wellness pathway to peace and new beginning ministry and all the links are embedded into there and integrated into those uh mediums as well and we just thank you again for tuning in with us and also on our website we Need you to check our website out, New Beginnings uh, Ministry Incorporated. Yes. Check it out, man. We website. have two websites yes. now, and one is nb-mi.org. Thank you so much, honey, for that. And the other is wefithealthandwellness.studio, and everything is also integrated into that. Come on now. We, yes. We're laying you guys out, and anything you want to hear yeah. is there permanent yes. for you. Yes. You know, if there's a message you enjoyed and you want to go back over it six months, it's still going to be there. Yes, you and know. we thanks in advance. We are, we're very gracious that you guys are here with us, and we ask that you continue to follow us as we journey in this. Um, yeah, and share it with yeah. somebody, please. Yeah, this season of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank right. you, and you guys be well. All right.